Hello and welcome to St Tom's Online. Please find this morning's recording of Morning Prayer. Good morning and welcome to Morning Prayer. If you don't know me, my name is Abby and this is Aria. I hope you're all having a good start to the week. Fair is a little dark and grey this morning, a little bit rainy, um, but it's okay. It's going to be a good day anyway. <laughs> We're going to be using um, Lectio 365 this morning. Um, so if you have the app on your phone, um, just take a moment to open that up so that you can follow along with me um, if you want to. Awesome. Shall we get started? Um, if you didn't hear me say good morning earlier, good morning. Um, it's really good to see you here this morning. So today, um, Lecture Physics 5 is looking at um, Evan Roberts um, and his life story as a revivalist in Wales. Um, I was reading it this morning and it's pretty inspiring. Um, so I'm excited um, for you to hear about his life story. So they're calling him a hero of prayer and mission. Today is Tuesday the 29th of September, feast of the Welsh revivalist Evan Roberts, who on this day in 1904 shared an invitation that sparked an incredible movement of good. On feast days, we pause from praying the Bible to celebrate the stories and learn from the lives of heroes of faith whose collective witness embodies our six practices at the heart of Lectio Fusets 5. These practices are prayer and creativity, justice and hospitality, learning and mission. Today, therefore, we are thanking God for the extraordinary example of Evan Roberts, a hero of prayer and mission. So let's take a moment to pause. to be still, to breathe slowly, to recenter our scattered senses upon the presence of good. Wherever we're coming from this morning, whatever emotions we're feeling this morning, we know that you are the same yesterday, today and forever. You don't change your faithful to us, no matter how we're feeling this morning. We give this new day to you, we give this time to you to focus on you. Good of rescue and restoration, thank you for your great and beautiful mission in the world. Here we are Lord, fill us with your Holy Spirit and send us. We choose to rejoice today in the wonders that God does, joining with the ancient praise of all God's people in the words of Psalm 107. And this is Psalm 107 verse 8 and 9. Let them praise the Lord for his great love and for the wonderful things he has done for them. For he satisfies the thirsty 
and fills the hungry with good things. Evan Roberts was born in, I don't know how you say that actually, Louvre, I'll go with that, um, I'm not sure, that's probably not right, <laughs> um, in Wales, in 1878, the ninth of 14, the ninth of 14 children, that's pretty cool, I'm one of nine children, um, but 14, that's pretty impressive, all 11 or 12 year old Evan left. At 11 or 12 years old, Evan left education to follow his father into the coal mines and later worked as an apprentice blacksmith to his uncle. With such a limited education, Roberts was not widely read. But there was one book he was never without and read from cover to cover. The Bible that he carried every day, even into the mines. Evan Roberts could often be found poring over God's word in every spare moment he had. He was also deeply dedicated to prayer and would often miss sleep to pray through the night. Feeling called to ministry, Roberts left work and went to college. In his first month, he experienced the baptism of the Holy Spirit and felt compelled to share it with others longing and praying for God to send revival to Wales. On this day in 1904, at just 26 years old, Evan Roberts stood at the end of a prayer meeting in his home church and shared this invitation with 17 people. 1. Confess your sins. 2. Get rid of anything in your life that could get between you and God. 3. Obey the Holy Spirit. 4. Publicly declare Jesus as Saviour. All 17 of the people in that prayer meeting made a commitment and over the following week dozens more responded to Robert's coup. From there he began touring Wales sharing his coup to holiness and a spirit-led life. Thousands flocked to meetings marked by testimonies of transformation, spontaneous song and passionate prayer. Over the following 18 months, an estimated 100,000 people made a commitment to Christ. We now know this incredible move of good as the Welsh Revival. Newspapers and Christian publications reported on how this movement transformed communities. A wonderful revival is sweeping over Wales, the whole country from the city to the coal mines underground is aflame with gospel glory. Police courts are hardly necessary, bars and pubs are being deserted, old debts are being paid to satisfy the awakened consciousness, and definite and unmistakable answers to prayer are being recorded. Imagine um, that being um, on the front page of your morning newspaper. It's incredible. It was re even reported that there are ponies in the mining pits worked much slower as they were used to being sworn at. They didn't know how to respond to being treated so gently. I found that hilarious when I read it this morning. Um, just, it's amazing, isn't it, how um, having that encounter with God changes us, um, all the way down to how animals are treated. <laughs> um, and that was something that was really noticeable um, in the coal mines as a result of the revival, which is just amazing. 
The impact of this move of good was felt far beyond the church buildings. The Holy Spirit moved throughout Wales, impacting people, families, businesses and whole communities. I imagine myself in the crowd at Evan Roberts that Evan Roberts is speaking. How do I respond to the challenge today? Is there something I need to confess? Is there anything in my life that's getting between me and God? Am I actively listening to the Holy Spirit, ready to obey? I'll just give you a moment to reflect on that. Is there something that we need to confess this morning? Is there anything in our lives that are getting in between us and good? Are we actively listening to the Holy Spirit, ready to obey? I think with those questions, there's, there's always something um, new that we can bring before God. We're never fully suited. Um, there's always something that we need to confess. There's always something that's getting between us and good. There's always something that we can do to become more aware of the Holy Spirit. So let's move on to the next reflection. I try to imagine what the impact would be like if 100,000 people chose to follow Jesus today. God, on behalf of my nation, I cry out to you now. Send a revival of your spirit that ends addictions, that mends marriages, that conquers crime and welcomes hundreds to thousands into your kingdom. We want to see a revival, not just in the church, but one that impacts the world around us. Evan Roberts wrote about a profound and personal moment while in prayer at the beginning of the 1904 revival. And this is what he said. God's spirit came to me one night when upon my knees I asked him for guidance and five minutes later I was baptised with the Spirit. I know that the work which has been done through me is not due to any human ability that I possess. It is his work and to his glory. Evan Roberts was a young working class man and by many accounts was not impressive or well educated. He wasn't a great preacher and insisted that the revival he was living through was all God's work, not his own. Do we believe that God could move through us like he did through Evan Roberts? Do we feel underqualified, inexperienced, outclassed, too young, too old or simply inadequate? Let's just take a moment to reflect on it. Do we believe that God could move through us like he did through Evan Roberts? Or do we feel underqualified, inexperienced, outclassed, too young, too old, or simply inadequate? 
thank you, Lord, that you didn't make a mistake when you created us. We confess that sometimes we feel like we need to be more, to be more worthy of serving you. We surrender to you, Holy Spirit, revive us, and through us revive our families, our communities, and our nations today. Thank you that your word proclaims and promises that you will continue to work as you have done in the past. Many, Lord, my God, are the wonders you have done, the things you have planned for us. Thank you, Lord, that you have chosen us as your sons and daughters that you created us and you didn't make a mistake with any of us. And we pray that you will show us um, the worth that we have as your sons and daughters and that you will show us the coolings we have as your sons and daughters so that we can go and do your work, that we won't feel inadequate, that we will know that it's not us that go, it's you through us and that you went to work through each of us. I pray that you will awaken um, our hearts to know what the Holy Spirit is calling us to do today in the ordinary things. I pray that you will fill us with your love to be able to share that love with everyone that we meet today. Father, help us to live this day to the fullest being true to you in every way. Jesus, help us to give ourselves away to others, being kind to everyone we meet. Spirit, help us to love the lost, proclaiming Christ in all we do and say. Amen. I'm just going to have a look through the comments to see if there's anything specific um, that we need to be praying for this morning. Um, let's have a look. I can't see any specific prayer requests this morning. Um, I'm sorry if you have put something and it hasn't come up for me. Um, but let's just have um, a prayer just to end anyway. Lord Jesus, we pray for all the situations in our lives um, that are in our hearts this morning as we wake up and start this new day. The events on the news, how our families and friends are doing. We pray that you will intervene and that you will have your way. We pray if there's anything that we can do for others today that you will remind us and prompt us and fill us with your Holy Spirit, your love and the right words to say. Amen. Thank you so much for joining me this morning. I hope that you have a really great day. Um, Bless you.